Welcome to GovCast, connecting with federal IT's top decision makers. I'm Alexander Bolova, production lead at GovCIO Media and Research. With me today is staff writer researcher, Nikki Henderson. Hi, Nikki. Hi there, Alex. You had the opportunity to chat with Chris Granger, Deputy Executive Director of IT Operations at DHS. How'd it go? It went great. I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with Chris. He had a lot of cool things to share about the Department of Homeland Security's Information Technology Strategic Plan for 2024 through 2028. He talked about how it will improve the customer experience and help with the agency's approach to software modernization. Chris also highlighted the new DHS IT Academy that they recently launched to attract new IT talent. And the agency also created a new internal artificial intelligence task force. So there is a lot going on right now over at DHS. Yeah, it sounds very busy. So are there any AI technologies that the agency will be implementing under this new strategic plan to help boost operations and service delivery? Yes, DHS plans to utilize AI in multiple areas, actually. Chris said that in order to advance the specific mission applications of AI across the department, the agency established this internal artificial intelligence task force. And that will enhance the integrity of their supply chains. DHS will also deploy AI to more effectively screen cargo. And Chris said that AI will also be applied to digital forensics tools. And this will help with identifying and locating and rescuing victims of online child sexual exploitation. So under the new IT plan, DHS and the public uh, both will benefit greatly from AI in numerous ways. So that will be great. Another key area of the new IT strategy is customer experience. What is DHS doing to enhance the customer experience over the next few years? And how are they planning to make services more usable? Because I know a lot of people interact with services that DHS provides. Exactly, exactly. And what I'm about to tell you, Alex, is actually uh, pretty amazing. Uh, Chris told me that the Office of the Chief Information Officer led a burden reduction initiative last year, which successfully eliminated 20 million hours of paperwork burden that the agency puts on the public every year. So when he told me that, it totally blew me away. So um, he said that is one thing that DHS is very, very proud of, that accomplishment, that initiative. So also the new IT plan will help the agency better understand the needs and behaviors of their customers in order to develop a more equitable and accessible experience for their customers. And customers will also be able to interact with DHS through digital in-person hybrid experiences. And this initiative will really help build trust in the government. So that's a huge plus as well. So I just did some quick math and I apologize to our listeners if I'm wrong. I was just typing furiously while you're talking, but I think 20 million hours equates to 2,283 years. So that is quite the sum. So before we jump into your conversation, what are some of the training programs and modern hiring practices that DHS is leveraging 
to attract and retain its IT workforce. I know that training and hiring are big concerns across all agencies. So how is DHS approaching that? Definitely. Uh, DHS is leveraging several hiring practices and department-wide training programs to increase their talent pool. Chris told me that the agency is really excited about its new IT academy, and that's what they recently launched. It will provide their employees opportunities to learn new skills, such as data science, AI, and human-centered design. And so the IT Academy will also attract new talent as well as boost the technology skills of its current workforce. So this new IT Academy is just really a win-win situation for everyone. Well, let's not keep our listeners waiting. Let's take a listen to your conversation. Chris Granger with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security is here with me today. He will be talking about the agency's new information technology strategic plan for 2024 through 2028 and how it will improve data integration and data sharing platforms. He will also discuss what DHS is doing to enhance the customer experience, as well as the approach it's taking to modernize its software. Good afternoon, Chris. Welcome to GovCast, and thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having me. Would you please introduce yourself? Just briefly describe your role at the Department of Homeland Security and how your experiences at the U.S. Secret Service and the Marine Corps led you to your current position. Yeah, again, thanks for having me, Nikki. Um, my name is Chris Granger. I'm currently, I currently serve as the Executive Director of the Information Technology Operations Directorate for the uh, DHS Office of Chief Information Officer. Uh, my team runs the Network Operations and Security Center for the department. We also provide day-to-day -day service delivery of IT support to the headquarters and several smaller components. I also have an engineering division working across the enterprise and also headquarters functional areas. Before this, I previously served as the deputy executive director here um, before moving up into this job earlier this year. Prior to that, I was the deputy CIO uh, at the United States Secret Service. And before that, as you mentioned, uh, I'm a retired United States Marine, very proud of that. I transitioned into federal service from headquarters Marine Corps uh, with the command control communications and computers. I worked a lot on enterprise capabilities after the Navy Marine Corps internet contract. I think through my experience uh, starting on the yellow footprints at Paris Island as a young Marine, uh, it helps me not to forget where I came from. Uh, I've always tried to focus on uh, mission first and people always. I know that's kind of a cliche saying, but that's uh, that's something that I hold near and dear to my heart. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I really do appreciate that. I wanted to know what are some of the main objectives of the new information technology strategic plan for 2024 through 2028? And how will the plan help advance the agency's overall mission? We are excited about the new strategic plan. It focuses on six goals with three to six objectives per goal. We've been working on many of these efforts prior to publishing the strategy, but several of the objectives will have specific deliverables over the coming years. Let me summarize each goal. The first goal is we wanna invest in our DHS workforce. We want to attract, hire, develop, and retain a diverse and a skilled IT workforce. Goal number two, 
is we want to lead in the responsible use of artificial intelligence. Use of AI to improve operations, decision-making, while avoiding bias and ensuring transparency. We will want to strengthen our, goal number three, strengthen our data management, governance, sharing, and integration. We want to improve our data management to better identify and respond to threats and build trust with the American public. Goal number four is we want to improve our customer experience, transform and innovate service delivery to be more accessible, equitable, and effective. Number, goal number five is we want to build modern, effective software and retire costly legacy systems. We'll do that by implementing agile and modernize systems in place to deliver new capabilities faster and reduce cost. Last goal, uh, number six, is we want to lead the rest of the federal government by example in cybersecurity practices. We'll continue to implement zero-trust architectures and, of course, secure our IP. IT supply chains. The plan will be implemented through a comprehensive approach that integrates statutory CIO authorities, identifies modernizing opportunities, prioritizes critical projects, funds projects through innovative means, and builds and deploys solutions. This is going to improve the agency's overall mission, of course. It's going to improve security and operational effectiveness, enhance our customer experience, reduce cost, and most importantly, increase trust and transparency. Awesome. Thank you so much for going through each of the, the objectives cool. of the new plan. Well, Chris, what are some of the key similarities and differences between the previous IT strategic plans and the current one? Yeah, the current strategic plan builds on, on the foundation of the previous plans, but it also makes some significant changes. Some of the key similarities include focus on improving DHS IT infrastructure and systems, um, a commitment to cybersecurity that will continue to be a, a continued focus uh, of us, of our department, and really to focus on customer service. Some of the key differences include, we're gonna take a greater efforts, emphasis on the use of artificial intelligence, more agile approach to software development, and also focus on data management and data governance. I think if you compare strategic plans, all consistent, consistently focus on delivering mission-based information technology resources, a positive environment for our employees, improving our own cybersecurity to protect the data we're trusted with, and delivering the best experience for our customers that we interact with on a day-to-day -day basis. Great, thank you so much. Sure. Well, Chris, can you tell me about some of the training programs and modern hiring practices that DHS is leveraging to attract and retain its IT workforce? Yes, by creating um, department-wide training programs and uh, fully leveraging modern hiring practices, we can expand our talent pool, provide opportunities for our employees we currently have on board, we're very excited about our new DHS IT Academy, which will create kind of a standard orientation for our IT employees, and it'll help them to learn new skills, including data science, AI, and human-centered human uh, design. The current workforce is getting older, me included, and we need to seek out and bring in new talent to our organization. So effective implementation of the DHS IT Academy will bolster our current workforce's technology skills, and that'll help them train our new hires 
all employees will participate in our DHS immersion program. It's a subset of the IT Academy to learn how IT enables the DHS mission and, and gain an understanding of the core IT programs and concepts that we have in the department. We just recently kicked off our uh, program again, post COVID, our immersion program, it was well received. We had several hundred on, on uh, in, in the program. So we're very excited to, to kick that back off again. So th this will allow our existing DHS employees will be able to participate in the IT Academy. We're gonna structure it kind of a role-based training program. They can receive specialized training to gain necessary IT skills. Most importantly, we're rethinking our career development approach to empower employees to learn, grow, and excel with us by expanding and promoting career development opportunities and pathways for advancement, providing regular training opportunities based on responsibilities, interests, skills, and career goals, and most importantly, delivering market competitive, competitive salaries. In 2021, we launched the DHS uh, Cybersecurity Service, which has been one of the most ambitious changes in how the federal government recruits, hires, and retains cybersecurity personnel in decades. It still meets the unique requirements of the federal government, but it looks a lot closer to the systems that are used in the private sector. Last but not least, we plan to continue to grow the cyber talent management system, Title VI, which has been used to fill some gaps in our existing workforce to include in my office and the OCIO and in CISA. We are planning to implement it across all components and expand its, its, uh, its reach across the wider array of cybersecurity professionals. Well, that's really exciting. The new DHS IT Academy, when was that launched? We sort of launched it with our uh, implementation of the IT uh, immersion oh. program. Oh, okay. Okay. And you yeah. said there, the other program, it was the DHS Emerging? Uh, immersion program. It's really just okay. like an onboarding process for new employees okay. so that they can get an idea of what the department does uh, in, in general, some of the bigger capabilities. Because if you spend a, an eternity day in one of the components, you may not understand what the other component is doing. So it's it's a way to kind of broaden the aperture of our workforce. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. I really appreciate you sharing that. Well, Chris, under the new plan, what types of AI technologies will the agency implement to boost operations and service delivery? Yeah, so to advance uh, specific mission applications of AI across the department, we created an internal uh, artificial intel intelligence task force. The task force uh, is chaired by our CIO, who is now the chief AI officer, recently named by the secretary, and the undersecretary for science and technology. The task force will aim to integrate AI into our efforts to enhance the integrity of our supply chains and the broader trade environment. Mm -hmm. We'll seek to deploy AI to more effectively screen cargo, identify importation of goods produced with forced labor, and manage risk. Most importantly, we're going to apply AI to digital forensics tools to help identify, locate, and rescue victims of online child sexual exploitation and abuse in order to identify and apprehend perpetrators of this heinous crime. and. We'll work with partners in government, industry, and academia to assess the impact of AI on our ability to secure critical infrastructure. With the task force, we also hope to address several 
objectives in the strategic plan when it comes to AI, including ensuring data quality, data security and privacy, and civil rights and civil liberties to responsibly handle AI as a force multiplying capability. Wow, that sounds amazing. Um, these AI technologies are going to help in multiple ways. Now, under the new plans, it's being applied in, in a lot of different areas. So that's good to hear. Well, Chris, what role will this strategy play when it comes to improving the agency's data integration and data sharing platforms? Yeah, so that speaks uh, to our third goal directly. Uh, mm -hmm. Its first objective is to integrate data across disparate systems and data sources. So we want to seek to drive you know, data integration through platforms that leverage open standards. This approach has already improved efforts in our integrated multi-domain enterprise and our, uh, in, within the National Vetting Center. We're hoping to align our efforts to ensure data and application programming interfaces best meet our stakeholder needs, including publishing more uh, machine-readable structured data. And we know as a department, we got to strengthen how we share our data within the DHS agencies and offices, as well as with external partners in the public and private sector to respond to changing uh, threat landscape. Okay, I appreciate that, Chris. Well, over the next four to five years, DHS is also placing a lot of focus on enhancing the customer experience. I know you mentioned that earlier as well. So what is the agency doing to make services more usable? And how is the agency building a stronger culture around human-centered decision-making? Yeah, so OCIO, among with some other offices, led a burden reduction initiative last year, which successfully eliminated 20 million hours of paperwork burden that that we DHS place on the public each year. Super proud of that. Employees in the customer experience directorate helped our components better understand the goals, needs, and the behaviors of their customers to create equitable and accessible experience for them. Customers interact with DHS um, through digital, in-person, hybrid experiences, uh, and these initiatives work to build trust in the government. DHS interacts with the public more than any other federal agency with over 1 billion in-person interactions per day. For comparison, TSA alone has 2 million in-person interactions per day. And as you'll see on the news, that uh, increases here during the Christmas holiday threefold. Mm -hmm. So they will be very busy here uh, today, starting today. Mm -hmm. People often interact with DHS you know, during stressful and disastrous situations and making our customers' days a little bit less burdened by redundant or difficult forms is just one way we can give back. Um, some time in their day and reduce the systematic barriers to opportunities and benefits from organizations such as FEMA in times of need. Some of our strategic and best practices implemented include making renewal processes automatic, accepting electronic signatures, digitizing forms, conducting usability testing on all forms, and reducing the frequency of information collection. Uh, earlier this year, we published our burden reduction plan for FY24, which outlines the department's goal of eliminating an additional 10 million hours of public burden by September 30th of 2024. And additionally, each one of our components has been tasked with creating its own burden reduction strategies. Okay, wow. I, I'm still stuck on you said that OCIO eliminated uh, 20 million hours of paperwork burden. Yeah. 
that is a huge accomplishment. I think it's more than that. I, I should have actually got the exact number down, uh, oh but God. it was a significant amount of hours uh, that that we reduced on the on the public through just some of those things I talked about renewal yeah. processes, uh, making sure that the forms are uh, human centered design methodologies, right? Right, right. Well, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, what approach is the agency employing to modernize its software? And how important is open source software when helping DHS build more contemporary systems? Yeah, this one hits home for me. Um, historically, agencies you know, across all federal government, including DHS, take uh, what we call a big bang or waterfall approach toward IT modernization. And uh, that leads to massive, massively increased risk. And as uh, the nation saw loud and clear with healthcare.gov, at its most basic level, the department's attempt to acquire, deploy IT systems in the same way we acquire and deploy ships. The government staff may spend years gathering requirements. Uh, I spent about nine years on a program which will remain nameless in the Department of Defense only to get it to an initial operating capability. Um, so a lot of work on gathering requirements and then awarding to a large systems integrator to build to the exact requirements. And then we test extensively and then we don't deliver anything. So our approach uh, we're now taking is more incremental, right? In an agile, iterative, want to measure strategy based on private sector best practices that enable us to successfully uh, modernize key services and then retire legacy systems. We'll increase our use of trusted open source software and the reusable government code and expand our contributions back to the open source community, including reuse of our own code across the federal government. We intend to strengthen our partnership with and contributions to open source software community to improve security collectively. And finally, we will increase transparency with our industry partners to learn and strengthen security practices together. Okay, that sounds wonderful. Well, before we conclude, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about any future initiatives? Is there anything upcoming that that you're excited to share with us? Yeah, I'll, I'll brag a little bit about my team and the IT operations directorate. Uh, we're working diligently to to put on, uh, we, we, we host uh, with my colleagues in the CISO uh, office, uh, a, a bug bounty opportunity. That gives uh, researchers the opportunity to come in and, and look at vulnerabilities in our system and identify them and allow us to fix them. We're actually planning kind of a capture the flag event that we'll put out there from from my directorate so that we can we can more effectively train our our network operations and security um, analysts and we'll 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 have some prizes and stuff uh, that the components compete so we'll make it a competition so we're really excited about that. We're also doing some work with NSA's commercial solutions is classified, which DoD is is far ahead on. So we're excited that we can we can bring that capability uh, forward. And then of course, we, we want to use in the cybersecurity discipline, we want to use AI as a defensive uh, means, right? That that technology to to use um, within our, our area. So we'll continue to work with our industry partners. And then last but not least is uh, the implementation of zero trust 
we were very successful last year uh, across the components in implementing an actual uh, network segmentation pillar of of the zero trust architecture. So we'll continue to look at those pillars, those five pillars, and really what is the next uh, pillar that we'll focus on in, in in this year to really actually put capabilities out there that are that are um, useful to the components in their defense of this uh, enterprise network. Great. Those are very exciting things going on at DHS. So thank you so much for sharing. Are there any final thoughts or remarks that you would like to share or leave with our listeners? No, I really appreciate your time and uh, opportunity to talk about our strategy and way forward. And, uh, you know, we continue to be focused on our workforce, right? Because as I started with, it's about the people, um, mission first and people always. So that will remain within my uh within my area perfect chris i really enjoyed our conversation and i again want to thank you for taking out time to come in and speak with me and uh, about the new dhs information technology strategic plan and i look forward to uh, maybe having you back in the future to maybe give us an update that would be that would be great so thank I'd love you to. so much okay. thank, Thanks, you. thank you appreciate it Thank you, Nikki. That was a fascinating conversation with Chris Granger. Before we let our listeners go, are there any last highlights or takeaways that you want to leave them with? Wow. I mean, what else can I say? The new information strategic plan is showing a lot of promise for DHS. They're focusing on the people and people are first. That's what Chris told me. He said they're enhancing the customer experience and looking for new ways to attract IT personnel and retain the current IT workforce that they have through this new uh, IT Academy. They also are looking at all the creative ways that they can utilize AI uh, in the future through their um, new internal artificial intelligence task force in particular. So DHS is just doing great things right now. And I just can't wait to get an update about the progress they're making with the new uh, strategic IT plan. All right. Thank you so much, Nikki. Listeners can tune in next week for a brand new GovCast. But until then, if you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. And a five-star rating would be nice as well. And even better, tell a friend. We always appreciate growing our audience. I'm Alexander Volova. And I'm Nikki Henderson. Thank you for listening. GovCast, along with HealthCast and CyberCast, is a production of GovCIO Media and Research. For more podcasts and to check out the other shows, head to govciomedia.com. Watch out for new episodes released every Tuesday and Wednesday across our shows. You can follow all of them on your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you heard, make sure to let us know by leaving a review. If you have any topics you think we should look into, contact us at newsletter at govcio.com. 